Welcome to our Lead to Succeed podcast, where we share leadership and business growth insights, both from our own experiences and that of our guests. We're the hosts. I'm Rebecca Jenkins, founder of Argen, helping companies to grow by finding, gaining and growing the best clients. And I'm Callum, sharing my perspectives from both being an entrepreneur and working in a variety of different companies. Whether you lead a team or a business, you'll find practical tips, inspirational insights and ideas as we discuss a wide range of leadership topics. So with that, here's today's episode. So we are delighted to have on our Lead to Succeed podcast today, Nunu Source. Now, Nuno is the Managing Director of Clear IT Solutions. He's also written a book about digital transformation, which I'm sure we're going to hear about. But there's something in your book, Nuno, that I think is really inspiring for SME businesses. And that's that you, you see the future for SME businesses because SME businesses have the agility to respond to a digital a digital transformation and that's been your area your exp- um, your experience and your expertise so maybe you'd just like to kick off a little bit about your background and share a bit about your story great yeah uh, well thank you very much for for having me uh, in your in your podcast um yes yeah, so i I'm, i started my career you know 20 odd years ago um as, as a computer programmer then I, I, I move uh, I move on uh, to to work for one of the biggest companies in Portugal, which I was quite lucky at the time uh, because I was exposed to a, a lot of technology that it wasn't available to most of, of, of companies. Um, so uh, that company was the first one to implement SAP, which I don't know if you know it's a big software. Uh, at that time, SAP was a small company in Germany, uh, not the giant of uh, that it is today. And so, and, and, and the company I was working, you know, we moved from 20 uh, computers, 20 PCs to 1500 PCs in, in, in like two or three years. And so that gave me the, um, the experience to, to set up the internal IT department. And that was when I moved from uh, programming to more, to, to more the support. And, um, you know, that experience was very, very powerful because you know I, I learned all about the you know best practices best procedures that uh, we need to use on, on on big companies when we need to manage you know the huge amount of computers across uh, different different sites uh, in, in a country and later in my career you know I decided to you know challenge myself and I start my first company in Portugal and and the aim I had was was that was um, you know a, also, as here in the UK, uh, most of companies, they are not big companies, they are small and medium companies, you know, 90 something percent of the companies are small and medium. And, and my idea was bringing the knowledge and the, and the know-how that I learned working on a big company and bring that and give access to, to the small companies, you know, to business owners. So that's why I, I start my company in, in Portugal. Um, then when I moved to the UK, I've, I've done the same thing. I've, I've just adopted the same model, uh, but, but now in the, in, in the UK. Uh, so what, what I think is uh, small companies, because they are small, they are much more agile. They, they can react quickly. You don't, they don't have the huge uh, hierarchy uh, systems that big companies have. Um, so... And with, with the recent, 
you know, advanced in technology, technology become much more accessible. You know, when I start, just big companies, they had the money to buy the technology. Nowadays is not, is, you know, you can get systems on monthlies, you know, you can turn on and off as you go along. So the, the way I see things for, for the future, for the, for the SMEs is that is, you know, this is a huge opportunity that our business owners have to leverage on this technology on, on, on a very affordable um, costs and, and beat the big guys. Because I think now they, they can beat the big companies because they can provide same level of services, not even better. And they can compete with them in terms of price. So, so I see the future for, for, for SMEs, uh, a, a bright future if they understand what is the right technology for them. Um, because I think the problem with most of business owners is they, they get overwhelmed with the quantity of technology out there and all the possibilities. And sometimes they get scared to, you know, so many options. What, what do I choose? Which technology is the right one for my company or not? Um, but if they overcome that fear, if they, they, they understand, because there's some processes that we can teach business owners to help them to choose the right technology. When they learn that, then they, they can be rock stars because, the, you know, they, they can learn how to pick up the right technology and leverage on that and they can scale and grow very quickly, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes complete sense, uh, Nuno. And let's take that knowledge and that um, digital transformation and apply that across to leadership and talk about what does perhaps leadership mean to you? <laughs> um, okay, that's, that's interesting. Um, so I... I have my vision about leadership is probably a little bit different than, than others. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I separate being a manager than being a leader. Um, there's a lot of managers that they are not leaders, and there's a lot of leaders that they are not managers. Um, for me, a manager is like it's a title, it's someone that is responsible for something, you know, can be responsible for people, for products, for accounts, whatever. Um, a leader, I don't think a leader is a title. It's not something that you put on your LinkedIn profile. Uh, you, for you to be a leader, you need to have followers. And to have followers, you can't tell people to follow you, isn't it? You need to earn the trust of the, the followers to follow you. So um, so I, I, I think, you know, being a leader is, is not something that you impose. It's something that you, you work for and some people will trust you and, and, and make you a leader. Um, so, yeah, so I, I, I think it's Simon Sinek that he mentioned something about being a, a leader is like, is like parenting, isn't it? Is, uh, parents are a form of leader, isn't it? They care about their, their, their children, you know, they nurture them, they're mentoring them, they, they, they prepare them for life. Um, and I think a leadership, being a leader is something like that. You know, you need to care about the people or the cause that you are leading. Uh, you know, you need to, you need to be uh, caring about who, your followers. 
Sure, I think that's um, thanks for the for the intro there, Nuno. And I, I really like that way of uh, how you've summarised the difference between leadership and, and management. I think um, I think that's a very nice, succinct summary. So, so thanks for sharing that. So on that on that um, description then of, of leadership not being a title, it's someone someone as a leader is someone who has followers, and obviously you can't really just ask or get people to follow you. You kind of need people to to buy into something that you're doing. What sort of traits do you think? A leader like that exhibits that that kind of enables those people to want to, to follow you yes that, that's a very good question um i i think probably there's three things that come to my mind i think the first one is is caring um you you need to care about whatever if it's care about people or care about the cause so it needs to be something that you know you are passionate about and you need to care about um, let, let's talk about people because that's more my, my area. Um, so you need to care about people. You need to, you know, make sure that they are safe. They are, you know, they are happy. Uh, that, uh, you know, that, that they enjoy what, what whatever it is. And um, other thing is, um, you need you, you need to be, you need to change. So. Uh, if you can't change your mind, you can't change anything. And, and leaders are basically enablers of changing. Um, so that is uh, the, second, the second thing that I think is very important, is the ability to change and to uh, facilitate changing. And, and I think the last one is, is, is inspiring, isn't it? Because if you can't inspire the people that you care about <laughs> to change, to your vision or whatever you want them to do, then you're not going to be a leader because you need to be able to, like you said, to inspire the followers to go to do whatever is your vision of the future or, 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 or the cause. Um, yeah, so for me, is, is that is caring, uh, changing and inspiring. And I think we need more of that caring in the world, you know? Mm. Yes, I mean, empathy. I empathy so emotional intelligence yeah we need to see more of that and i think we've seen insufficient of that amongst many leaders that we see on a on a world stage so yes i totally agree with you i think you know um because um other thing is leaders they come alive in difficult moments isn't it is when yeah. when they when they try you know uh, Winston Churchill is the leader that it is because he, he went through a very tough times and it's on tough times that we need to show even more this caring, this empathy, this intelligence, emo um, the emotional intelligence that you mentioned, you know, is reading people, understanding, asking them, how are you, you know, uh, uh, try to connect with them and understand if they are going to problems because you know, sometimes we all have problems and we don't show them. So, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And on that note of challenging times, Nuno, have there been any particularly particularly challenging moments for you in growing a business and setting up and, and establishing and growing a business that you think would be inspirational for our listeners to hear about? So how you perhaps have overcome a challenging moment, some practical um, tips and advice that you can share for anybody else who might be going through a challenging moment right now with their own business. Hmm. Um, okay, that's, that's, 
that's interesting and very responsible for me to give give advice. Um, I I think um, you know one of the things that I feel being a business owner is sometimes is a lonely place. Um, you, you know, being a, I think being a leader can become a, a, a lonely a lonely place to be, because um, you know sometimes you you can have this vision you can you know see the light in the end of the tunnel um but everybody that is around you they can't see that light or they can't see the end result of your vision so when you need to you know communicate this and bring this and and try to understand them that you know we are going to a tough period but good times will be around uh, that is when things become a little bit difficult, isn't it? Because sometimes you just feel that you, you are the only one in the room that can see the bright side and, and you need to pick up everybody and, and, and tell them, no, look, you, let's, let's keep going because, you know, better times coming. So I think that is probably the most challenging when you, when you have your business is, 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 is that is making sure that you also don't let these things affect you and put you down um, and you know and and the way i do that is is being persistent is is believing that uh, in my views and and not giving up because i also think that sometimes especially nowadays i think people sometimes they give up too quick and too early they don't give enough time you know we live in this quick life that everything is you know you press next day delivery you press food is in your door so uh, i think people are a little bit impatient and they don't they don't give enough time so i, I think that is what has been working for me is being persistent and, and be impatient and let things you know take their time and you will have the results i think that's a i think that's a great point you know and i'd just like to follow up on that either Perhaps from your experience in working in that in that larger company in Portugal, or perhaps you exhibiting those qualities with within your own uh, with your own team, have you ever been on the receiving end of, of some leadership like that? And kind of correspondingly, how did that make you feel? Where people were emotionally intelligent, ex exhibited those characters of, of of caring, inspiring change, and all those different things, or vice versa? Have have you been able to exhibit those qualities for your team? And kind of how did what impact did that have on them? Uh, yeah, that, that's a very, very, very interesting question. Um, yeah, I was very fortunate because through my professional life, I was blessed with some very good managers and very good leaders that allow me to learn from them. So um, I, I remember at least two of them that I work, which they were, you know, true inspirations for me. Um, so, and, and, and I think when you have these type of people in your life, uh, they they really make an impact and 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 they and, and they mark you forever. Um, other other thing that I, I I also like to say and like to do is so, sometimes I, I listen to people say oh but I don't have anyone around me that inspires me and and things like that, and I said to them, that's not true. You can just read books. There's a lot of authors that you don't know them. But they can share with you a lot of a lot of leadership, a lot of tips, and and sometimes you know, books can be enough for you to learn from other people. So I was blessed to have 
you know, access to these two people that I think they, they mark me. Um, but is you know, it's up to you to look for inspiring leaders. Don't don't just wait that they will knock at your door because sometimes they will not. You need, you need to chase for them. Um, the second part of your question, I believe, is if I have used that with my my staff, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, with my team, uh, I tr I try. Um, you know, sometimes you don't succeed. Sometimes you don't do it right. Sometimes you know you have bad days. But yes, I I I think I think being a leader is something that you need to work out every day, isn't it? It's like going to the gym. Is if if you don't practice, you you get weak. <laughs> so you don't you don't you don't come one day and oh I'm the leader and then the other rest of the days you you do nothing. So it's something that you need to do constantly. Um, and you also need to be constantly assess yourself, isn't it? Because sometimes you think you are doing the right thing and you are not. You, you do something that you have the, 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 the opposite effect. So you need to also be critical and be able to analyze your actions and correct them and, and see if you can do a little bit better next time. So yes, your, uh, the question, the, the answer is yes, uh, I do, I try. To do my best. <laughs> I mean, that's the the things that you're saying there. You know, have been some common themes through the amazing leaders that we've had on mm. this podcast about you're always learning. It's you can't just stop and say you're done with it. You're always progressing and finding new ways and learning from your mistakes. Yes. And, and getting. Yeah, the, sorry. Please go. You know. Please go. No, it's, that's why I think leadership is not a title, isn't it? Because it is not something that you get and there you go. Oh, I'm the bestseller book or whatever. It's, you need to be constantly learning. It's not something that you achieve and, and that's it. So, yeah. And you said earlier on about being persistent. Um, and I think that's a very, very good point. But would you add to that consistency as well? Yes, consistency is key, isn't it? Is is repeating everything, and on on, yeah, on, on a daily basis. You you, um, it it's a little bit like um, you know, in finance, there's this um, this term, the compound effect, isn't it? So compound effect is if mm. is is effective if you commit to do you know your investment regularly you can't just invest today and then don't invest for three months so it's better to do it on a regular basis so persistence yes is is it should be done every single day you should be you know work on your on your persistence yeah one of the um, other questions we uh, we'd like to um, ask you you know is what would you say are the you've talked about the, the traits of being a good leader the caring the enabler of change and being inspirational and bringing your team with you what would you what practical advice would you give to somebody who's stepping into a leadership role over and above those things so somebody's taken up their first they want to move into leadership they're currently a manager but they actually see that they'd like to step up into becoming more of a leader and not just taking responsibility for a, a role or a department or an area. What would, what would you suggest to them? Okay. Um, I, I think, 
uh, I think, uh, uh, again, I think I'm going to pick up on Simon Sinek about that because I think he, he uses an expression that I, I, I like a lot. That is, um, for you to be a leader, you need to want to be a leader. Uh, it's like being a, a parent again. If, we, if you want to be, you need to want to be a parent to be a good parent. You know, everybody can be a parent. Not everybody wants to be a parent. Not everybody should be a parent. And leader is exactly the same thing. Everybody can be a leader but not everybody wants to be a leader. Not everybody should be a leader. So you need to want to be one. And, and you want to be one not because of yourself, like a parent. You want to be a parent not because of you, but because you want parenting someone so that that person can, you know, be better, but be a good person in the world. So leadership for me is, is, is about that. So you, you need to want to because you want and you care about the person that you are leading, not about you. So it's, this is not, it's not a selfish thing. It's, it's an unselfish thing, being a leader. Uh, also, what, what, what I would probably give advice is, because of that, you need to be constantly learning. So you need to you know, study about leadership. You can learn about leadership. We, we don't uh, grow up knowing how to be a leader is something that you need to practice you need to learn about it so study leadership for me is very important there's plenty of leaders in the world that you can look at and figure it out which ones are more similar to your personality to the things that you like um th there's a lot of very good books about leadership um and then practice and then you know you don't need to wait for that title to be the manager, to be the director, to be the CEO, to become a leader. You know, you, you can start being a leader when you are in school, you know, j j just just help the guy in your right, just help the guy in your left and, and there you go. You, you will be a leader, you will be helping them. So practice as soon as possible <laughs> and, and do as much as possible because the more you do, the better leader you will become. And um, I think that's that, that's it. Yeah, that's fair. I think, you know, very, um, very true. And you learn from your mistakes and perhaps not being afraid to make those mistakes, because yeah. that's how we all learn in leadership. It's not by uh, getting things wrong and uh, appreciating that you can do it better next time around. Exactly. I like what you said there, Nuno, towards the end where you were saying about, you know, you don't have to wait till you're in that kind of management type of position to, to become a leader. So I've got a question for you kind of off the, off the back of that. How, would, how do you think um, perhaps people that aren't in management positions or in those kind of yeah, essentially aren't in, aren't in management type of positions, but they might be in a more junior level position or just like a, a contributor. How do you think someone like that could start exhibiting those sort of leadership type of traits? Um, I, I think it's just by caring about the, your peers, isn't it? Is, is, so for example, I have a daughter, she's 16 years old. And I, I'm always trying to tell her, look, if you have your friends, if you can help them, help them. And I, and I think it's the same thing when you, when you are in a job and you are in you know, the, your entry level positions. Um, if you care about your peers and if you help them to do their job, that that is the, that is the beginning of being a leader you know because when you help someone without asking nothing in return 
that person is going to look at you with completely different eyes. Is they're going to look at you as someone that, oh, I, I, you gain some trust from them, and after that, they will they will they will reciprocate. They will give you things back, and I think that is what a leader is. You know, is is someone that just gives things without asking anything in return. So that's why I think you know you don't need to wait to be a manager, a director, or CEO to be a leader. Just to start doing and and that's it John, i think that's a, i think those are all really good points and i think that ties in as mum said with like various scenes we've had throughout this podcast as well about sort of the placing the emphasis on like the self-development of others and, and as you said kind of helping them and sort of leveling up everyone's game as, as a result so no i really uh, i really tie to that point thank you yeah and i guess the question i need to ask callum is has have we led up have we been good parents in uh, using the analogies that you've talked about earlier on, you know? I'll ask him later, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I think, sure you will. I think that's what else that's going to be, but yeah, we can talk about it later if you want. Yeah. No, no, as we kind of draw this um, podcast to a close, I know I've got uh, a, a Question? Can um, I any more questions from you? No, I already, I already uh, wanted to just touch on that last point about sort of stepping into a leadership position when you're not necessarily in a managerial role. I really like what you said. I think, as I said, that's kind of ran being a consistent theme throughout uh, what what our other guests have said. Um, I very much agree with what you're saying. So it's been really good to get your input on that as well. So thanks for sharing that, Nina. No worries. Thank you. So we're going to um, ask you a question now, which is not necessarily about leadership, but we'll perhaps okay. share a little bit more about you and also give you the opportunity to talk about any um, projects that you've got on at go at the moment that you'd like to share with our listeners. So my question to you, you know, is if um, what, what advice would you give to younger, you know, step, stepping out into the world of creating a new business for the very first time what advice would you give yourself knowing what you know now <laughs> uh, that is a very good question um what advice i would give to myself um i i think is um don't don't be afraid to to do whatever you want to do don't be afraid um of making mistakes, I think, I, I think, our society sometimes they put too much pressure on on you being perfect. Um, I, I don't think there's such thing. You, you, you know, perfect is something that you never achieve. You are always chasing, uh, and and making mistakes is not is not a bad thing. Um, you, you know, going back again to parenting, our kids learn how to walk by making mistakes by falling down a lot of times isn't it and then one day they will oh they will start walking and and i think with business is is the same thing you know when i start um my first business i, I was a very good technician but i knew nothing about business um and and i made a lot of mistakes i, I love you know I, I didn't knew nothing about finances about marketing about sales and i went along and i learned from my mistakes um but something that's I will probably would change if I have to start now is try to get like a mentor, uh, someone that um, have the experience that have been through something similar, someone that you can connect in terms of your personality, because um, that 
mentoring, mentor relationship can accelerate your success a lot. It's, it's not like cloning other people. Is 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 you know is sharing experience and you learn a lot from other people experience and you can bring their experience into your world into your own experience so that that is something that i'll, I'll if you know if i went back in time i will definitely try to get some mentoring because i, I think i would have been much more um happier um if i have that uh, that relationship um yeah, I think he's, he's, he's probably that. I think that's a really good point. Um, I think, yeah, definitely, you know, that's been a, a, another sort of theme that some of our other leaders have touched on is about getting mentors. And I think, as you said, you're, you're absolutely right about being able to like accelerate your growth and kind of learn from what they've already learned and, um, yeah, apply those learnings to, to your own development. Um, so, uh, yeah, for me, I think that's a great point. Thank you. Thanks for, thank, thanks for that, Nina. That That is very insightful and very helpful, I think, very helpful to our listeners who are going to be who are also you know, growing businesses and taking their careers to the next stage. So is there anything you'd really like to share with our listeners? Any projects you've got on the go at the moment or anything you'd particularly like to, to talk about? Maybe how they can get in touch with you, where they can find your book or anything like that? Um, yeah, well, they can find my book on, on Amazon. It's on sale on Amazon. Uh, uh, also, um, if they want to, so I'm, I'm quite active on LinkedIn. So if they want to follow me on, on LinkedIn, uh, my name is a quite easy one to, <laughs> to figure it out. I don't think there's many Nuno, Nunos around. So I'm, I'm happy to connect with, uh, with anyone on LinkedIn and, and share whatever um, I, I do on LinkedIn. Um, so uh, I'm, Again, I'm, I'm challenging, I'm going to be 50 this year and I'm challenging again, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do a, a, a massive rebranding of my company. So I'm, I'm going to, to change my company because um, I think in the next uh, 10 years, the world is going to be a completely different world that we have been used to. Uh, and I want to prepare my business to, to adapt to this, to this change. So at the, at the moment, we are positioning ourselves just as a, a managed service provider in, in IT. Uh, and I'm going to change the name. So at the moment, it's clear IT solutions are going to be clearly a digital technology agency because we want to tap in more areas that is technology, not just the typical IT support, but other, uh, other, th other digital technologies. So yeah, so... We're going to be nine years old in, in August, and the aim is, you know, relaunch uh, with a new branding in, in, in August. So I've been through quite some exciting things to do, uh, and I'm looking forward for the next 10 years. So, yeah. That sounds very exciting, and I wish you all the very, very best with that. I guess we should look forward to the big reveal at some point. Yes. Later on this year, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, with that, Nuno, thank you very much for your time for, for being on the podcast. Really enjoyed talking to you. I think you've shared a lot of uh, really insightful topics there. So thank you very much. No, thank you very much. It was a pleasure to, to speak with you guys. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear how this podcast has impacted your leadership. And if any of these concepts resonate with you and you'd like to find out more about leadership and business growth, go to the RGM website, rjen.co.uk.